This episode of She Explores is brought to you by Vask, whose footwear has delivered trust on the trail since 1964. With over 50 years of trail footwear innovation, Vask's hiking boots, backpacking boots, and trail running shoes are built to perform on any trail, in any condition, around the world. Vask designs and builds footwear that is honest, original, and true to their commitment to reliability and technical innovation, and it's focused on a single-minded purpose, elevating your experience on the trail. Learn more at www.vask.com. That's www.vasque.com. I'm Gail Straub, and you're listening to She Explores. What is it like growing up as a twin? Oh, man. (laughs) I mean, I would say it's all the cliches. It's the cliche of having a best friend. It's the cliche of having someone that looks exactly like you and but is not you. It's having um, someone, you know, finish your thoughts and pretty much the same now, except we don't live together. Now we torture our boyfriends. (laughs) (laughs) So you you think it's really similar? Like our relationship is similar to when we were children? Uh, You know, it's, it's one of those things you can't really remember accurately in hindsight. You keep rebuilding a narrative. This is my twin sister. My twister, Laura. Up until two weeks ago, she had never been on a backpacking trip. She'd never hiked everything she needed on her back and slept outside. It's funny. When you're a twin, you grow up together and you do every little thing together. Even overnights at friends' houses were a package deal. I'm super grateful to have a twin in Laura, a built-in best friend. I think one of the unique things about being a twin is that as a child, I knew something akin to intimacy. When she cried, I cried. I have a vivid memory of sitting at the top of our driveway on my bicycle, Nick gloves on, tightly gripping the handlebars. I remember closing my eyes and picturing myself on a motorcycle, bandana in my hair, torn up jeans, but I couldn't actually conjure up my face or my body. I only saw Laura. Twins are weird like that. <laughs> so you're reading your stress dream? Yep. Last Facebook status before entering the wild. <laughs> <laughs> I had my perfect stress dream amalgam last night, living in a dorm room as a 31-year-old college student needing one class nine years later to finish my degree. <laughs> I don't go to the class because I can't figure out how to register for it. 18-year-old dorm mate steals boyfriend. My restaurant job is in the storm room. I have to set up a restaurant and break it down every night. And my teeth fall out. I think it's good I'm getting out of the city for a night. <laughs> well, I, I think we can exceed those expectations. Yeah. <laughs> it took some convincing, but I got Laura to join me for an overnight in Franconia Notch of the White Mountains. And why did I choose to record the experience and share it with you? It's pretty simple, really. I think it's important to share what you love with people you care deeply about. And I hope you might be motivated to say yes to a new outdoor activity or to make space for a more indoorsy friend on your next outing. So... 11.52, 
right now I'm a little nervous, I'll be honest. My fitness level is, let's just say in the past six months I've done one 10 minute run. <laughs> so, <laughs> just a little nervous. My, my plan is to just hike very slowly and not, and try not to stop. That's oh, my plan. Yeah. Um, so I'm thinking Gail can just go ahead and stop at any forks in the path because I'm not always good at paying attention to my surroundings. I'm not going to go ahead. I'm going to stay with you. Oh, okay. Okay. Or I'll go behind you. Behind? No. I'd rather, I'd, I don't know which I prefer. Maybe we could have like six feet between us or so. Just like I hate staring at someone's ass <laughs> the entire time. As good as your ass is, you know. Laura was nervous, but I think that's pretty obvious. She's on her feet all day at work, but it's been years since her last hike. We grew up hiking a lot as kids in New Hampshire, but she doesn't get out of the city as much as she'd like to. I chose a conservative route, three miles up Liberty Springs Trail to a campsite. We get to the campsite by 4 p.m., set up camp, and summit before sunset. Liberty Springs campsite rests less than a half mile from the Franconia Ridge Trail, which we'd hike in the morning. Of course, for all my planning, I was surprised at the trailhead. Oh, that sucks. 0.9 miles to Liberty Spring Trail. That's okay. Yep. Is what it is. Is what it is. Just make sure we know where we're going back to. Will be White House Trail. Yeah, it'll be um, AMC White House Trail, and this is the Pemi Pemi, Pemi Trail. So, yeah. okay, this is it would just suck to go back to the wrong car. Yeah. Nothing like adding an extra mile on hike that you specifically chose for its length. parking lot. <laughs> it probably takes more time for endorphins to kick in than than when you're like going for a run. Right? Yeah. Yeah, there's kind of like this like tired but happy feeling at the end of the day. Yeah. Tired but happy. That's what I wanted for our time outside together. I didn't go in expecting revelatory moments or a tearful sunset. I wanted Laura to get a feel for what draws me outside. I wanted to be tired but happy together. What did you think when I asked you to do an overnight? It's like one of those things where a long time ago, I, you know, I said yes and assumed you'd forget it or we never, I would never have the time to do it you know it's just kind of like one of those things you say yes to and then it doesn't feel real to do it and then it was only gonna be a night and um it was kind of came at the right time just wanting to get out of the city Mm. because you live in uh, a city yes yeah and even if though i live in a pretty quiet area of the city it still wears on you Mm. when you're an extra introvert (laughs) or more of an intro 
intro, intro, extra, I would say. Or maybe an intro, extra, intro. You're two parts introvert, one part extrovert. Yeah. Maybe, I don't know, it might be even different ratio than that. <laughs> maybe three parts intro, one part extra. Yeah. Ugh. Some days you're like, yeah, I got this. And some days you're like, oh. I know it is. Sometimes going slower for someone that's in better shape can be worse. <laughs> oh, my legs are just are like super tight for like the first mile usually. Getting a little sweaty. Yeah, I'm a little sweaty. I was thinking I don't know if I'm going to want to keep this on. Yeah. Well, now's a good time to get off. Yeah. Well, from an outsider's perspective, I would say you are doing better than you anticipated. Okay. <laughs> well, the, the goal is to just go slow enough not to die. And I'm not saying I want to be, like, keeping a comfortable speaking pace the entire time. You know, like, I think silence is nice when you hike. Yeah. Totally agree. You want to lead? Sure. Okay. Just let me know if I'm going the wrong way. I will. You know, I think at times you said you wanted to go on a hike with me and it hasn't happened. Yeah. Like, what do you think keeps you from from doing that? Um, sometimes it's just the thought of taking a bus ride, feeling kind of long, and then, then driving again to the White Mountains. But it really was pretty simple. So, mm -hmm. but I did kind of think of it as a, a chore that I would be glad <laughs> when it was over for, for this last... Yeah. Before oh. it started, I wasn't looking forward to it. I mean, I'm... I have not walked like just straight up for for hours and in a super long time so I wasn't looking forward to it no mm -hmm. I kind of feigned enthusiasm with your texts and stuff <laughs> so the truth comes out no I mean I, I kind of figured <laughs> yeah. I was I mean I to be completely honest there was like a teeny part of me that was like I wouldn't be surprised if Laura cancels yeah you know but I didn't think about it too much so I didn't cancel that's good so and are you, did it feel like a chore doing it? No, I mean, there was definitely a point where we almost were to the camp site where I was like, okay, I kind of really just want to be at the campsite now. Like, I'm just, mm. I'm done with this portion, you know? Yeah. And luckily it wasn't, it was only probably about 15 minutes later. Okay, so Laura and I are on the Liberty, Liberty Springs Trail. It's really just three miles to the campsite, but... I would say at least 1.5 of them are at like a 45 degree angle. Thank you, White Mountains. Yeah. <laughs> and supposedly we're within a quarter mile of the campsite. There's just no sign of it yet. So uh, when we get there, we're going to eat some peanut butter filled pretzels and question our life decisions. Three degree night ahead. <laughs> so yeah, we heard from a lady on the trail that's supposed to be in the 30s tonight, which it's kind of fun to have a little frost on the tent. Yeah. How are you feeling, Laura? Uh, good until about, you know, in 20 seconds, my legs are going to turn to jelly again. <laughs> Laura's been pretty strong so far. I've been a little fatigued with my pack and a light cold <laughs> and lots of excuses. 
see some open air up there. Is it the campsite? I always find it hard to describe what it was like being a twin because it's one of those things that you can't really describe unless you actually experience it and then you still can't describe it because it's just like you don't know anything else. Yeah, that's definitely true. I mean, I was just trying to think of a way to describe it as you were talking. The way I thought of it was like, you're always an other except to each other and and it's it's the same as if you feel other from a group when you're by yourself but it, we had an additional so it made it seem as though we were the other so so in certain ways it's a little bit uh it made it harder for us to have close friendships with yeah. other people yeah <laughs> yeah definitely. we felt like as a unit we were like the other yeah yeah just because the positives of of being so close made it so that partially people couldn't really fit in with us and that we can fit in with them so we felt the we felt both sides of that So a little map says... So you are here. Oh, okay. So we'll keep going up and then we'll go to the left. There's a place to wash dishes, bear box, cook area. Uh-huh. But um, you'll go to the left and we'll pick a campsite. Okay. So straight this way. I remember at one point when we were hiking up the mountain, and I know you were kind of kidding, but and I didn't get it on the recorder, but you said that hiking is way easier than clinical depression yeah that's definitely that's not really a joke that's true <laughs> what made you think about that when when you were hiking um just be, I think because I wasn't feeling depressed you know and I feel depressed a lot so so it was ended up like hiking was was a lot easier than I thought it was going to be because most things are easier to do than to think about if you're a worrier Mm. I've definitely had those times where I've driven the hour up to where we hiked and I've actually turned around like and mm-hmm. not hiked because of that like feeling and like knowing that I, I probably wasn't going to hike through it. Yeah. Like that kind of worry or dread feeling. Well, it's thing you think about like when you worry something, you know, like when you worry a sweater or something like that or you know, you're, you're just you're creating your hole, you're unraveling something and that's really just what worry is. depression and its twin anxiety can strip us of the doing it can make us less certain it leaves us unraveled as twins my sister and i are often defined by our differences even as adults i don't think i've ever felt as deeply as laura it's why she writes so beautifully but it's also why the doing doesn't always come easily I said earlier that being a twin taught me intimacy at a young age, something like unconditional love. I've always had this feeling of caring about my sister more than I care about myself. And even now, I I don't know why I'm sharing this. I guess I want you to understand.
This episode of She Explorers is brought to you by VASC, whose footwear has delivered trust on the trail since 1964. With over 50 years of trail footwear innovation, VASC's hiking boots, backpacking boots, and trail running shoes are built to perform on any trail, in any condition, around the world. Since I tried on a pair of VASC Breeze 3s back in April, I've been wearing them exclusively for my hikes. I like thinking about my hiking boots as friends I've taken on trails in Oregon, New Hampshire, Maine, and most recently, McGee Pass in the eastern Sierras of California. The best part is that for all the hiking I've used them for, I hardly had to break them in. They're crazy comfortable right out of the box. So much so that I didn't even bring a pair of camp shoes along with me on my backpacking trip. I wore my Vasks for five days straight. Vast designs and builds footwear that is honest, original, and true to their commitment to reliability and technical innovation, and is focused on a single-minded purpose, elevating your experience on the trail. Learn more at www.vasque.com. That's www.vasque.com. This episode is also brought to you by Kind Bar. Have you ever tried a Kind Bar? Kind makes delicious, healthy snacks in the U.S. using whole ingredients that you can recognize and pronounce. Anyone who knows me knows that I'm a big fan of anything dark chocolate, especially when I'm out on the hiking trail. So my favorite bar is their dark chocolate chunk bar. I also love sharing snacks when I'm out there. It's so much fun tasting different flavors and fresh air. And thanks to Kind, I get to share a special deal with you. You can try 10 different full-size Kind bars like dark chocolate chunk, cranberry almond, and peanut butter breakfast bar for free. All you have to do is pay shipping. Go to www.kindsnacks.com sheexplorers for more details. When you sign up for the sample box, you'll also get to try Kind Snack Club, where you'll receive monthly snacks at a discount and member-only bonuses. So to try 10 different full-size Kind Bars for free, go to www.kindsnacks.com sheexplorers. That's K-I-N-D-S-N-A-C-K-S dot com slash sheexplorers. How do I know what it's on? I'm not even thinking about it. <laughs> what are you saying? It's kind of hard to believe that 10 o'clock this morning I was boarding a bus to Concord and now I'm on a mountain and it's only like 3.30. It had a little more of an authentic ring to it. The first time you yeah. saw it. Can I tell you a secret? Sure. Your shirt's on inside out. Oh. <laughs> I have a lot of sound of us munching on snacks and setting up camp. After I'd put the tent up twice and we'd crawled in to warm up for a bit, we decided to hike up to the summit of Liberty to watch the sun lower. Windy, windy, windy. Yeah. All right, so we're heading, approaching the summit to Liberty. It's 0.6 miles from our campsite. And I'm thinking that I could definitely do a longer camping trip than this one. Whoa, yeah. already? Like two to three nights. I'm not pushing it to like anything crazy, but like enough where you get a little bit of a routine going. Four hours in. Yeah. Is it only a four promise. hours in? <laughs> a promise. 
recorded. Recorded. <laughs> Yeah, I find that after like two nights, you start to like let go of anything else that you've yeah. been holding on to. Which is a really good feeling. Mm -hmm. I was sad to be back in LA after the Sierras. Yeah. I was like, I wish I were curling up in my tent. And I wasn't expecting that at all. Yeah. I mean, I would say I don't think at heart I am like a city person, you know? Yeah. Hey, look behind you. Oh, wow. Is there anything from the, the overnight, and it was just only 24 hours, that surprised yeah. you? I ended up being so surprised by the view, especially since we hiked up to the campsite, and then we didn't see anything, and then when we hiked to the top, I, I'd forgotten all about the, the wonderful 360-degree view. And it was um, really windy and really steep. So it was very cool feeling like we, it was just us two on top of this mountain because it was. For all of our wows, we weren't to the summit quite yet. Just another 50 feet or so, and it opened up. So what does the summit look like? It's rocky. It's got low trees. More, honestly, more vegetation than I was expecting. Mm. It's like 43 or 4,400 feet, I think. Uh, yeah. So above tree line, technically, at least on that the kind of head mm -hmm. of it. I wasn't really expecting this. It to be, outcropping. I thought it was going to be like, like a round smooth, like at the top of Mount Lafayette. Yeah. Which is pretty high. I mean, that's, yeah. that's like f over 5,000 feet. I yeah. Think. Okay. I'm okay. Ready for the scramble? Yep. <laughs> Not ready to scramble down, but that's beautiful too. Man, it's sitting right there. I know. 360 degree view. Yeah. I had a lot of endorphins the next day. Just so you know, having like very crystalline bonding time is very nice. Yeah. It's just different than what you get in the city. Like we were walking through the city a couple weeks ago getting donuts and There's coffees upon coffees and, like more in the city and of, trying to shop. Times, and it was like, very just kind of like stressful being in the city in like, the rain. Oh, what's, yeah. You know, what's next? What are we, what, when are we planning to get dinner? When, mm -hmm. how are we going to get back to the apartment? Are we going to mm -hmm. take public transportation? Yeah. Are we going to take something else? Yeah, mm -hmm. and there's like this whole, there's, yeah, all those little Ubers add up. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it was also, I, I also liked, like, most of our entertainment was each other. Yeah. I've always wanted to go hang gliding. That's something I've always wanted to do, but I don't think I ever will. Why do you think you never will? Because it's, because I'm scared just being like pretty safe distance from this cliff edge you know so that's partially why i want to do it too why hang gliding why not jumping from a plane i don't know i just always felt like you know like having like feel like you have wings 
you know and I have had those dreams where I fly in my dreams and it's a pretty good feeling so would not mind having that feeling in reality I feel like you'd get like a big high you know mm. natural high like people say they'd get from skydiving but falling from a plane does not appeal to me because mm. like the hang gliding apparatus you, you can just sort of see as you lead that it's physically gonna work you know what I mean whereas the parachute's kind of just like a surprise <laughs> you know well the hang glide you have to learn how to do it though right like, well I, wouldn't I just hang on to somebody else or something <laughs> yeah, I don't know I wasn't to hang on to someone else oh yeah I wasn't planning on doing anything strenuous myself I just want to be like wee <laughs> That's what we did up there. We were silly. We hiked down and did all the typical nighttime activities. So what was our evening like last night? It was great. We um, decided against cooking a dinner and ate some meat and cheese and dried fruit. And then we listened to a, a bit of a podcast. Two Dope Queens. Two Dope Queens. And then I decided to close my eyes and listen to the to the darkness <laughs> and Gail read and I did as well and so we, we both went to sleep around 8 45 9 p.m <laughs> and woke up at 6 which I never do willingly so it was pretty organic I would say and uh now we're breaking down camp I did read some more oh we I read some her New Yorker poems last night we read a couple articles you know just was told to bring a paperback so and uh we uh, drew some. I drew some pictures of our faces. <laughs> some doodling. <laughs> no canoodling, just doodling. <laughs> what What's your reaction to my saying that one of the reasons I wanted you to do this is that I wanted you to experience like something that's really important to me and that I write about and talk about a lot. That's what made me feel. For the most part, I didn't feel insecure on the process because I know how established you are, you know, like, and you were did a really good job with every piece that you brought we ended up needing, you know. We only didn't need those truffle almonds. Those are pretty much the only thing we didn't need. <laughs> but it uh, doesn't surprise me, and it it's, um, I'm glad that, that you had a good time sharing it with me. Like, I felt the same way when you came to California to visit me. I felt like I was sharing you, my, like, world with you. Yeah. I know. Sometimes, it, for me, it can be hard getting older and, like, not having... Like, we went from, obviously, sharing, like, a womb and then, yeah. like, being roommates until we were 14. And it sounds funny to say roommates is, like, sisters, but, like, we shared a very small bedroom yeah, together. Yeah, it was small. We used to crawl into each other's beds if we had nightmares. Without even realizing it. Without even realizing it. Mom yeah. and dad would wake up and, you know, they'd find us in there like that. And it's just like there's always this balance for me of like wanting, I don't know, wanting you to know what's going on mm -hmm. in my life. But also there's, you know, the impossibilities of real, the real world, real life. Like being a kid isn't the same as yeah, being an yeah. adult. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess most people don't have, like, a partner for their first 14 years, but we had partners, yeah. each other. Yeah, it's funny. I 
Um, I told John that I thought like we might get mad at each other at some point. Uh-huh. And we haven't yeah, really. That's true. Birds chirping. I'm getting a little warmer. When you are told like your whole life, here's how you're similar and here's how you're different. Yeah. That's not even true. Yeah, and it's not even true. It makes you feel like less of like a whole human being. And then also it can make you pursue things that aren't yeah. really what you want to pursue. Well, it's true. And in, in saying you in comparison to one other, it could have been just this tiniest little thing, but someone else could make it larger or these made up differences. Yeah, that are, like, amplified because yeah. you have this, like, measuring stick. Yeah. And, you know, it's, like, there's all this stuff that, I guess, frustrated me at times because it made it harder for me to figure out, like, yeah. what I was interested in. Mm-hmm. But, surprise, surprise, we are more similar than different in a lot yeah. of ways. <laughs> I would agree. I would agree. <laughs> and it was really, really fun for me to... to share something that I really like doing and I'm figuring I'm still figuring out what I like about it what I don't like about it mm-hmm. and to be able to do that with you and have you not be miserable yeah like, you can yeah. easily be miserable on that's true I would overnight. say even though we had that three mile at the end I stayed plucky I <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was overall I just it was fun and I'm glad that you yeah, wanted to do fun. it with me yeah I think maybe one of the highlights was on the way back just singing really loud to Britney Spears. (laughs) That's it. Share what you love with people you care deeply about. They don't have to like it, but you might end up surprising each other. Thank you to Laura for hiking with me and for doing a post-interview. I know it's awkward to hear your voice recorded. (laughs) If you haven't joined it yet, we have a She Explores podcast Facebook group where we talk about episodes, we share our own adventures, and we ask each other big questions. You can find it on Facebook by searching She Explores podcast. Thanks to our sponsors, Vask and Kindbar. As a reminder, you can support the podcast and get a box of 10 full-size Kind Snacks by heading to www.kindsnacks.com slash explores. Music is by Steve Combs, Josh Woodward, Lee Rosevere, and Fog Lake. Until next week, bye. <laughs>